you're listening to Life in Wanderlust, a travel podcast. Episode 3, Hotel Storytime. Mr. Hilton, Angry Wives, and Demons. I'm super excited today on a couple of levels. First and foremost, I have a guest, Brooke. Hello there. (laughs) She's one of my best friends who was also my bridesmaid and former co-worker. In fact, I used to be her boss when she was a front desk agent and I was an assistant general manager at a hotel. And then when I was sales and events manager, she was my sales and events coordinator. And she was such an amazing employee and because everyone at our hotel was insane, you know, we grew <laughs> we grew super close and we actually weren't friends while we were working, but anyway, after she that didn't allow it. I know, I was really professional. So <laughs> after I got promoted to another hotel we we decided to be friends (laughs) (laughs) the other level of excitement comes from me wanting to share my hotel experiences with everyone which I talked about in episode zero everyone enjoys my hotel stories and I was hoping you guys would do if you haven't read heads in beds before you definitely should people that aren't from the hotel industry ask me if I think the book looks exaggerated and it's not at all Because I'm 100% certain he didn't make any of those stories up. Because you really can't make this shit up. What happens at the hotel? I want to make a quick disclaimer, a couple of them. So here it is. One of the stories today makes it really obvious what hotel we worked for. But it has nothing to do with the quality of the company. Or that we're attacking the company or anything like that. These are just simply things that have happened to us while we worked there. And trust me, crazy things happen at every hotel. And that's from personal experience, because I've worked at three different brands. Um, So, future hotel story time episodes will include other brands, too. So, Hilton, please don't sue us for this. (laughs) Another disclaimer is that we're going to probably end up swearing today. So, if you're listening to this with children, maybe um, save this for another day. Okay, so the first story we're talking about is me getting fired by Mr. Hilton. And Brooke was actually not there when this happened. So So my laughs are genuine. (laughs) Yeah, so she doesn't really know about this. So, all right. So the setting is I was an assistant general manager at obviously a Hilton hotel and a front desk agent had told me, hey, I think there's a homeless guy eating our free breakfast and going back into (laughs) the meeting room. And so I had to go check it because our general manager was not present or whatever it was. So I went into the meeting room and in the corner there's like pillows and sheets that are clearly from housekeeping. storage room? Probably. Oh my god. (laughs) So I wasn't sure what was happening and the guy wasn't in there. So I went out to the breakfast area. And it's, it wasn't really obvious who was homeless and who wasn't. <laughs> you didn't want to go up to someone and offend I know. So I was like, okay, um, I'll just wait. And so I waited by the door and I see this old man, like short old man, walk into the meeting room with his like plates full of breakfast. And I approached him and I said, sir, um... The meeting room is booked for meetings, obviously. If you would like to have breakfast, you can bring it back up to your room. And he said, well, this is my room. And he had, like, the straightest face. And I said, okay, well, 
um, have you booked this meeting room? And I was trying to be professional. And he said, no, I haven't booked this room. I don't have to. So I said, okay. Also, um, can you tell us where you got all your sheets and your pillowcases and pillows? And, you know, I wanted him, and I told him something bullshitty, like, oh, I want you to be comfortable, sir. You know, yeah. let's put you in a bed. And he said, no, this is comfortable. It's totally fine. Just leave me alone. So I said, you know, unfortunately, I can't leave you alone because we have to set up this room for a meeting that's coming up in, you know, 30 minutes. And he said, well, you can't do that to me. You can't kick me out. (laughs) So I said, okay. And then he slams the door, goes into the meeting room. And, you know, in the hotel, you never know what happens. Things could get violent. (laughs) So... So you called for backup. I did. So I called for backup. <laughs> I called, like, a maintenance guy to come back me up. <clears throat> and so I think it was the maintenance manager who backed me up. So we both went in there, and we confronted him again. And he's eating eggs on the floor and sausage on the oh floor, and he's clearly dirty. And so my maintenance manager said, sir, I'm going to have to escort you out. And he was like, you can't, you can't do that. And he stood up and, Had and then he, built he started, himself like a little bed area with the sheets and blankets? Yeah, or? it was in like that corner and it was just like a fort. He oh, had created nice. a fort and he, he must have been 70 something. Like, I mean, someone's grandpa. <laughs> he kind of, yeah. So anyway, he had this long beard, like a mini Santa Claus kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So at this point, he's really angry, and I'm glad I brought back up. And then he starts to, like, he gets really angry, and he says, well, you can't force me out. You just can't. So we're like, sorry, we're really going to have to force you out. And so Jose, our maintenance manager, he radios for other backup to kind of physically pull him out because he was very small, and so it was going to be fairly easy. So then he pulls him out and he's kind of cooperating, but not really. And he's walking down the hallway. We're taking him out the back door so that other guests aren't witnessing this. <laughs> and he's he starts to yell. And he's like, you know what? You know what? You guys are fired. <laughs> and we were like, what? Excuse me? And he's like, you're fired. Both of you are fired. And we're like, okay, that's fine. And we were kind of chuckling. He's like, this was a test. I'm Mr. Hilton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. Honestly, though, I probably would have been like, okay. Like, you can go back into the meeting room. (laughs) Or give him, like, a sweet or something. I know. I would have been like, what what else would you like for breakfast? Would you like some fresh fruit? (laughs) For a second, I was like, oh, my God. This would be the craziest thing if it was, like, undercover boss. Undercover boss. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, oh, my God. I would get fired. Getting fired. Get fired on TV. I know, but Jose was pretty confident. He's like, "Okay, this is crazy," and so we kept pushing him out. And he's like, "I'm Mr. Hilton. I'm Mr. Hilton," and we had to like push him out. And then we had to basically call the police. And we don't know what happened, but it was he went. Yeah, probably. It was just a funny thing because for a split second. I would have hesitated. I hesitated, <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> and I'm known to, I was made fun of so much at the first hotel I worked at because this guy came up and said, oh, I would like a tour of the hotel rooms because I want to book 100 rooms. 
And I was like, oh, okay. And it was my first week. I gave a tour to a homeless guy. Oh, no. And he just, no. like, laid in a bed that I opened up for him, and oh. or a room that I opened up, and he just started sleeping. And I was panicking, but the GM knew. He knew that I was being stupid and naive. Oh. And so he had sent, like, two people behind me to walk with me. Oh, and great. anyway, they made fun of me until the day I quit that hotel. Oh, my but gosh, of course. Anyway, I was almost gullible, but, you know, after a few years at the hotel, you... You can't be fooled. Most of the time, you can't be fooled because your skin is You've so... You've seen it all. Yes. Your, yeah. Your skin is just so thick. So, that was the Mr. Hilton story. Okay. The next part is Angry Wives. So, this is one of probably a million Angry Wives stories, but... <laughs> People, These are the best stories. They are. They are until they happen to you. Oh. Um, well, and it hasn't, but, you know, knock on. Knock on. Knock on. So, okay. People ask me all the time if men cheat and, you know, affairs really happen at hotels because they're kind of notorious for it. But I'm sad to say that it does. Yes, it does a lot. Often. Yes. Brooke and I both worked at the front desk um, in the past. Best years of my life. (laughs) It's a very interesting job, and you don't get paid enough, man. Not at all. Not at all. No. Um, But I would say we were talking earlier, and I I feel like once a day we would get a phone call almost on average. Is is so and so um, at this hotel? I forgot which room number. Can you transfer me? Okay. Listen, call his cell phone because I can't. Yeah. So if you're not aware, you can't tell people their room numbers or anything like that for security purposes or else we'll get fired. And God forbid we tell an angry wife a room number and then he gets murdered in there. It's our (laughs) fault, partially. So we weren't allowed to say anything. So, okay. So Brooke has a really funny story. Okay. So, I was working the PM shift at the front desk, and it's probably, I don't know, it's probably about 10 o'clock at night, and I see um, a lady walk in the front, to the front desk, and what I first noticed about her is that she had her slippers on, and that's not something you (laughs) see all the time, you know, people just walking around in public in their slippers, so I'm like, this lady ran out of bed fast. So, you know, she comes up to me, and she's very nice at first, and she says, um, I can't quite remember what room number my husband's staying in tonight. Would you be so kind as to let me know which, what it is? And I'm, I, I, you know, staying as professional as possible, I tell her, ma'am, I'm sorry, but we can't give out that information. If you would like to know that, you're going to have to contact your, your husband and ask him yourself. And once I said that, it hit, shit hit the roof. <laughs> Like, she switched. She was like, you know why I'm here. And I remember those words vividly to this day because it was like, I I felt her pain. I was like, yes, I know why you're here. I knew why she was there, but I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell her. And she didn't know that about, she missed her husband about 10 minutes prior. He just walked into the room with another blonde chick. So, I mean, I wasn't, she doesn't want to walk in on that, first of all. Just take your, take, go home, get a good night's rest, and talk to him in the morning because you don't want to know what's going on in that room. So, well, I mean, this is what's all going on in my head. I don't tell her any of this. Of course. 
Then she starts giving me every excuse that we've heard a million times. Yes. So she starts telling me that it's her <laughs> husband. She she has a right to be, get a key to that room. She yep. deserves to know what room number it is. Her her name's on the, the credit card that's paying for the room. And it's like, lady, I know all of this, but I cannot let you in the room. I know. We weren't, like, we weren't born this morning. The kids are sick. <laughs> All this, all these excuses that we've just heard over and over yes. and over again, whether it's in person or over the phone. So after she's done screaming at me, she stomps out of the lobby in her house slippers. And if she would have just waited just a few minutes, she would have seen her husband walk out of her his hotel room on the first floor. She, if she would have just walked down the hallway, she would have seen him. <laughs> but he comes right after with the blonde girl, and I, my heart broke for her. I know I feel so bad because every time it's happened to me, which is probably hundreds of times, <laughs> I want to tell them. I'm oh, like, dude, your yeah. fucking husband is in so- there. Yeah, with someone else. Acting a fool. You better go in there. Betraying those vows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I want I want to be like, yeah, you better get over here with your homegirls and bust through this door. I know, and I want to say that. It kills me. It really does kill me. As somebody that's a victim of cheating in the mm. past, it's like, oh, I just want to tell her. Yep. And be like, it's 104 or something. You know? <laughs> Make a right. Go up I, the elevators two doors down. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to get fired. Yeah, and we need told, our paycheck. And, yes, we need to get paid. And you could get fired for stuff like that. And oh, yes. I've seen front desk agents get fired for much less. So, oh, yeah. unfortunately, we can't tell them. We can't help you out. I know. Very sorry. Wish I we know. could. Yeah, we wish. We Catch wish we when could. I clock out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And normally people call, but this was definitely a special case where this somebody... was in person, right in front of my face. Oh, I don't I know remember how... it forever. Oh, I feel so terrible. And of course, this isn't to say that when your husband is on a business trip that this is what's happening. It's just <laughs> this is just stuff. Don't freak that, out. Yeah, just don't freak out. This is what happens. You know what? You just always know his room number, and you know check-in time, and you call as soon as and you say, "Excuse me, front desk lady, transfer me to my husband's room," and you make sure your husband answers. You make sure no other woman answers. And if you try to say it's housekeeping, that's a lie. We don't answer the phones. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, a friendly tip is if the front desk agent is stupid enough, or I should mm. say naive enough, mm-hmm. you can just say, can you please connect me to Mr. So-and-so? Ooh, you are giving a lot of insights. Yeah, because, <laughs> <laughs> because if they're naive, they'll just, they'll just you. they're they too lazy. Mm-hmm. So they'll just be like, oh, sure, Mr. So-and-so, boop, boop, and just transfer oh. you to his room. So you won't know the room number, but you can get through to the room. Husbands, beware. (laughs) Wait. And I mean, I have to say this has happened reverse before. I have heard husbands coming in. Is it as often? No. And we're not being stereotypical. It's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. But yes, we have had the opposite where husbands call and they're freaking out. And then as they're freaking out over the phone, I see her and some dude walking across the front desk. And, you know, again, I wish I could tell him, but, but we can't. Just, we just can't. You have to find out on your own. Sorry. I know. Sorry about that. So the last story is the demon guy. And the setting is basically the same. Same hotel. And Brooke had just left after her shift. Thank goodness. And I was... I think I was a sales manager at that time, 
and the front desk agent was Jessica. And I was just about to leave, and I was walking by the front desk, and I saw this extra handsome guy, like, uh, he was just (sighs) fabulous looking. Anyway, so I'm thinking, oh, wow, I'll just hang out a little bit with Jessica while she checks him in, and then I check him out. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm pretending to do some stuff at the front desk, and Jessica's checking him in. Jessica's also very excited that he's so handsome. <laughs> she's probably unbuttoning her shirt. I know. <laughs> it was just, he was just amazingly beautiful. And he's checking in. Jessica says, sir, I see two rooms. So if it was a duplicate, we can just cancel the other one. Because that's something that happens. Happens often. Yeah. It happened all the time. People would just... Book through book Expedia, yes. book through the hotel. Yes, and or they, they'll book it and their assistant will book it, whatever mm-hmm. it is. They book double. So we thought it was kind of a normal thing. And he said, oh, no, 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 um, one's for me and one's for him. And as he, like, kind of tilts his head to the right, and but no one's there. So we were like, <laughs> who's uh, him? Yeah, we're Where like, is he? Okay. When's he coming? You know, Again, trying to be professional, Jessica was like, okay, no problem. Do you want to keep the same name on the reservation? And he says, yeah, we'll just keep it uh, the same. And he says, okay. And she's checking him in. Everything's done. And he's like, yeah, the um, sorry, I know you couldn't see him when I said that because it, it's just my demon. Oh, gosh. And... <laughs> Surprisingly enough, this isn't even, like, shocking. This is, like, everyday kind of I know. stuff. Like, this is, like, oh, okay, another one of these. Yeah. Well. So he says, this is my demon. And first we thought he was joking, so I had to look up at him, and he's not joking. So, of course, you know, Jessica's a good front desk agent. She just keeps her calm, and sure, here's four keys. These are your room numbers. Here's like, two for your friend. Yeah, two. Here's the two for you. Two for your demon, and two for you. And he goes up, he's super handsome, he works for a very big corporation that everybody knows, and um, <laughs> and he goes up and we look at each other, and we're like, what? And we're not even making fun of him at all, it was just so crazy that he looked so serious about it. And he could have been fooling us, because people try to make jokes all the time at oh, front desk agents, but he just wasn't, he just wasn't doing that. So... About 15 minutes later, I'm, you know, we're discussing this, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go home now. We get a phone call at the front desk, and it's him. It's his his room. And Jessica answers, and he says to her, hey, the other room's AC isn't working. Can you send somebody up? Oh, my So, gosh. of course, we think, you know, you always have to take precautions when you're going up, you're to, going a up to a guest's room. It doesn't matter who you are, because it's just... Not safe. People are crazy in yeah. these streets. Yes, people are crazy, and that's actually in most and, guide yeah. yeah guidebooks as a front desk agent, not to go into someone's room. So we call a maintenance guy again. It's the same person that's dealt <laughs> with Mr. Hilton. Back. Yes, he always <laughs> had our back. We call him. We tell him what's going on, and so all three of us decide to go up. And normally that doesn't happen, but we just wanted to. Make he could have sure. easily said, like, listen, ladies, why is there so many people up in my <laughs> room fixing the AC? Like, get out of here. 
And we go up, and it's not his room, clearly, because there's nothing in the room. But he's there. And so Jose, the maintenance guy, goes in, and he says, all right, so the AC's not working. Yeah, it feels a little bit hot. And he says, yeah, he says it's really hot. We don't know where this he is, who he is, where he is. And Jose, so he's trying to pull up a chair um, to get on to fix the AC. And he pulls the chair and tries to get on it. And this guest freaks out. He's like, no, 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 don't. He's right there. <laughs> you're going to sit and on it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to sit on it. And the, uh, Jessica and I are just standing by the door and our jaws are just. How are you not completely... laughing? I know. <laughs> How are you not laughing at him? Just... <laughs> that would have been the day I would have been fired. I would be like, I know. sir, there is no one there. <laughs> like, do you need me to call someone for you? I know. And I'm like, I don't. You know, and we, I think we would have thought it was funny, except he was so serious that... So you're probably more scared than anything. Like <laughs> I know. Well, and I'm I'm Japanese, so I believe in, like, spirits and all this stuff, but nothing this public or, you know, just <laughs> so clear, and he would just tell somebody about it. So then our uh, maintenance guy says, oh, I'm so sorry, and he tries to move the chair. He's like, oh, don't worry, he moved for you. Oh, hey. And again, no one's there. <laughs> and Jose's like, okay, cool. You know, and we're super I would have been out of that room so fast. <laughs> I know. And, well, you don't want to be mean, right? Or rude to the <laughs> demon, just in case. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. I, you don't want to get haunted. Been, okay, you're right. I, actually, I would have been like, what would your, what would your, what would your friend <laughs> like from the sweet shop? What would he I like know, for breakfast? Like, can what I bring he like him some to champagne? His, would he like a special movie? Is he I lonely know, tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. Because I, yeah, like I said, I believe in spirits and I, I would, I didn't want them to, oh, yeah, you're right. him to be like, oh, he rode home with you last night or something creepy. You know? Oh. So. <gasps> <laughs> no. So. I'm getting kind of scared. We fix, I know, it's creepy, it's at night right now, so. <laughs> Um, and he fixes the AC, and the AC, you know, is blowing out cold air, and he's like, great, great. And he looks in this specific area in the room and says, and he just nods, and he goes, okay, perfect, yep, it's it's good now, it's cold, and um, it looks like it's fixed. And Jose's like, okay, great. And I have to say, Jose is a pastor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a part-time pastor at a church near the hotel, and so he was, like, extra concerned about him. He was and, he was silently praying to himself. Yeah, and he really was. He was like, I can't believe this is happening. And so we leave, and we're like, is there anything else you or your guest needs? And he's like, no, this, you know, he's fine with this room now. And then as we close the door, like, he leaves the room, too, and goes back to his oh, own room. No. And we're like, the room is empty. The room is empty. And of course, the next day. I wonder if he expensed his room. <laughs> Probably, because it was at a corporate rate. <laughs> no, right? Well, I thought maybe if he was high up enough, like he was an executive, yeah. they kind of think, like, okay, well, he might be a little crazy, but he's but he's an amazing yeah, employee. True. So if he needs give an extra rooms. room, give him a room. And of course, the next day, no one has slept or done anything to that room. Like, it does not need housekeeping. Even though he had actually asked for housekeeping for both the rooms. And of course our housekeepers are like, what? The one's super clean. No one's been in there. <laughs> <laughs> if 
if we would have told the housekeepers, they would have stayed far away from I that know, room. They would have been so like, no like, one's touching just, it. Just clean it, okay? And they're like, <laughs> but no one was in there. So, anyway. Trust me, someone <sighs> was in there. Yeah. <laughs> and the next morning, I come back in, and he's eating breakfast in the breakfast area. And he has his own plate. And lo and behold, there's another <laughs> plate across from him. A full plate of breakfast. Oh, my gosh. For his demon. And that's the crazy part. He called him his demon? Why wouldn't he just say, this is my friend, this is my <laughs> they pal, made this is my companion? I guess not, but. It was just crazy. And I don't, I laugh because it was one of the crazier yeah. stories that happened but mm-hmm. I do think of him often I'm like <laughs> I wonder if he he wasn't married because I checked and is, <laughs> what hotel is he creeping out today? I know <laughs> like I I'm wondering if any other front desk agents have experienced this or if oh, someone's gosh. you know and I'm I'm just glad we didn't cancel the double room because sometimes oh, we yes we would. used to do that yeah, yeah. and he would have oh and my he would have been like out. my demon is gonna come after you I know <laughs> <laughs> I would have been gone. Gone. You would have never saw me again. Huh. Mm-mm. So that was a crazy experience. That's one of, like, my top three stories I like to tell people. And like I said, I believe in spirits. So if he does have a demon, I just... Hopefully I, the demon remembers that you were very polite. I know. You have excellent customer service. And I hope he's okay. Like, does he get to live a normal life? Like, can he get married? There's no way he couldn't get married because he was so handsome. Oh, poor guy. Or, like, does he come on dates? With, yeah, probably. There's probably, can I make a reservation for three? For three? And then he introduces his demon friend, like, sorry, lady, if you want me, if you want this face, you gotta deal with him. Oh, I just, it was so crazy. I mean, this was years ago now at this point, but I still think about him. And I hope he's okay. Hopefully. Probably not. All right, so those were the three stories of the hotel story time or horror story, whatever it is, <laughs> that I wanted to film forever. So thank you, Brooke, for being here. You're so very welcome. Thank you for having <laughs> me. I can't wait to come back. Yeah, let us know what you think of these um, stories and if they're entertaining or, or if you want to hear my voice some more. Yep. And um, if you don't have anything nice to say, then I don't really want your feedback. Of so. course not. <laughs> any negative Nancys around here. <laughs> no. So thank you for listening again. And make sure to subscribe and follow for more episodes. I definitely will have Brooke on again because she's clearly a natural, <laughs> which I didn't expect, to be honest. <laughs> so thanks again. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.